Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Yes, here we are again. Welcome to this new broadcast. How are you doing today? I pray that you're doing well and I pray that you are blessed today and believe that you are blessed. If you are a child of God, then you are a blessed person and praise him for it. And maybe it doesn't look like it. Well, from the outside, sometimes people, they define blessing in different ways. They define blessing when you have a big car or a big uh, ship, maybe a big uh, yacht or something like that. But is that really, truly the blessing? It can be a blessing. It's nice if you have it. But what's a greater blessing is when you have peace with God, when you have peace in your heart, when you are blessing others. Oh, to be a blessing for your neighbors, for your friends, for your family. That's the greatest thing. Oh, I have known people, they didn't own much themselves, but they were blessed. Oh, they had such a joy in their eyes. They had such a peace running through their whole countenance and out of their mouth. Oh, blessings flowed, and they touched the lives of so many. Oh, be a blessing today. Even if you don't have a big yacht, I don't know why I'm saying yacht so many times today, but maybe it's something else as something natural, something you can see, something material. Oh, don't think of those material things so highly, but be someone that is a blessing, touching hearts, changing lives. Oh, I'm so thankful that I can say I am a blessed man. I am a blessed man. My wife and me, we are blessed and our sons together, we are blessed. My daughter-in-law and our grandchild, oh, we are blessed, hallelujah. We are blessed because we know the Lord. We are blessed because we are under the blood of Jesus. We are blessed because we have been forgiven. We are blessed because we may serve him in his house and on the outside, yes, in this world that is in darkness, in need, and in pain, we may go out and we may be a witness of the goodness of God, of his love and his favor. Oh, I'm so thankful that I could travel around the world. Oh, I feel so blessed because, you know, I was not the best father. Oh, I've had my mistakes as a father, and I was traveling constantly for the gospel. I was obedient to the call of the Lord upon my life. And because I was obedient to the call of the Lord, and I went again and again and again. Oh, sometimes I, I see some drawings of my children. I had a box not so long ago that I opened, and there were drawings of my children when they were very small. And it said, Papa, you promised you wouldn't leave again. Why are you leaving again? I miss you so much. But thankfully, I have not cried. Oh, things are well with Mama and us. But when I read that, I thought of all those times that I left them behind and I went to the mission field. But you know, God saw that I was obedient to him and he turned around and blessed me by touching the hearts of my children. Oh, he called them. He called them to himself. He called them that they gave their hearts to him. He called them that he anointed them and they were faithful and he is using them in the ministry today. And I'm a blessed man. We are a whole family. They love me and I love them. We have such a bond of love in our family. And I feel so blessed because I was a blessing. I was a blessing to the world 
and God made that blessing to flow through me to my own family and to others. And that's something I want to talk to you about today. Your home becoming a blessing for others. If you will be obedient to the call and you will be a blessing to others, God will bless you. And what I asked of the Lord was not gold, silver, houses, and other great material things. I said, Lord, I want my children, my grandchildren to be saved. Oh, I want them to be saved and not only saved, I want them to be in the ministry as vessels that you can work through. I know this was the prayer of my papa and mama, and God answered their prayer. And it has been my prayer and the prayer of my wife, and God has answered our prayer. Hallelujah. And I know my children are praying the same right now. Well, they are not children anymore. They're great men of God. But I just want to say that you can be a house of blessing, and maybe you're not perfect, and maybe you don't have everything to share, but what you do have, share it with others. Peter and John, when that crippled man was there in front of them, and he was begging for some money, oh, they said, we don't have silver and gold, but what we do have, we give to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Rise up and be healed. And the man received that blessing, and he rose up by the power of God, and he started praising God and worshiping him. And so many other people were saved because of that miracle, and they started to believe in Jesus. I want to go to the story in Mark chapter 1, and I want to read a couple of verses starting at verse 29. And it says, As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up, and the fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening, after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Oh, I like this story, and I think you have heard this story before. Oh, so many people joke about this story because it was the mother-in-law of Peter. Yes, and there's so many of these stories about mother-in-laws. Well, I'm glad for the mother-in-laws that we have that serve the Lord and serve the servants of God. This mother-in-law, she had a heart to serve Jesus, but she was not able to do so because of her sickness. She was laying on that bed. Oh, she must have felt terrible laying on that bed. Oh, there was this high visitation. Jesus himself was in that simple home. Oh, hallelujah. I can speak in new tongues right now because here the Lord of glory, oh, the eternal one, the word that became flesh, the one through whom all things are created, came into that simple fisherman's home. Oh, glory to God. Oh, praise Jesus for this miracle alone already that Jesus would give a house visitation 
to those simple folks, those simple fishermen coming into that simple home. Oh, he still gives home visitation today, and he comes into the most simple of houses, into the most simple of families. Oh, he wants to come into your house right now. Oh, maybe he's already there. Yes, I believe he's there, as many of you are children of God who are listening to this broadcast. But Jesus, he came into that home, and that mother-in-law, oh, she must have had a desire, a heart. Oh, I want to serve Jesus. I want to bless him, but I can't because I am sick. And then I'm thankful that they did not make up some kind of excuse. Well, you know, Jesus, stay in the living room. Don't come in the bedroom. We'll just say mother-in-law's not here or mother-in-law's busy or something. But it says they immediately told Jesus about her, about her situation. I think so many times, oh, we tell so many people, and we already make a doctor's appointment, or we already make an appointment with the bank. We do so many things before we tell Jesus about our need or the person around us that has a need. But it says here, they immediately told Jesus about her. And immediately, Jesus got into action. And he allowed that virtue of healing to flow out of him into that mother-in-law. Oh, he did it because he loved her. He did it because blessing wanted to come into that house, into those that habitated that house. Oh, believe that when Jesus comes into your house, he comes because he loves you and he wants blessings to flow to you. I always say, oh, my house is a blessed house because Jesus is dwelling in my house. Yes. Oh, I know he doesn't dwell in temples made of wood and stone but yet he lives and dwells and habitates in every house where Christians are living. He is there, hallelujah, and he fills that place. He fills my home. He wants to fill your home with his presence and with his blessing. When Jesus says, come and follow me, what is he really asking us to do? What is he really wanting to do in our life. I believe he wants us to come alongside of him and that he may abide in us as we abide in him. Oh, one in each other, how wonderful. And that we will walk together, talk together, that we will learn the things of the kingdom, the secrets of the kingdom, and that blessings may flow and be activated in our life and through our life that we can also share them with others and teach others the secrets of the kingdom. So I believe with my whole heart that as he comes into our home, into our life, our home will become a place of blessing for others. Oh, yes, I don't want any people in my home that don't believe in Jesus, that, that curse him, that bring things of sin into my house. Oh, yes, let me put it in the right way. Oh, when sinners come into the home, we want them to feel the love of God. We want to share with them the blessings. But I want my home to be the home where blessings flow to them and not where their sin or iniquity flows into our home. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying, oh, that, that 
that I, I, I only want perfect people in my house, so I'm not perfect myself. But, but I want people in my home that have a desire to worship the Lord, to follow him. And if they are not following him, they don't know him. I want them to experience him in my home. Oh, I want them to feel the love, to feel the blessing. And so when Jesus came into Peter's house, blessing started to flow immediately with that miracle of healing. But it says all people around that house started to hear what happened in that house. And they all came to the door of Peter's home. All the sick came to that home. All those that were suffering came to that home. All those that were demon-possessed came to that home. They came to that home because they knew that out of that home, blessings flowed. Out of that home, miracle power of Jesus was manifested. Miracle power of Jesus was flowing out of that house. And so they came to that house and they were standing there Oh, in front of that home, knocking on the door. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my dear friend, I hope that you are hearing the message today. Let your home not be a home where it's known that gossip flows from that home and unbelief flows from that home and sin flows from that home. You don't want your home to be known like that. You want your home to be known as a place where joy is, where peace is, where healing flows, where hope is communicated. Oh, everyone that comes into that home, they either receive that hope and that life or they leave by themselves because they close their heart. That's up to them. But the home itself will be a home that is a home full of hope, full of life, full of blessing, full of goodness, the goodness of God. Hallelujah. And so if you are a follower of Jesus. Oh, believe that your home is a home where the ark of God abides, the presence of God, just like the home of Obed-Edom. Remember that story in the Old Testament? David, he put the ark there. He was afraid of that ark to bring it to Jerusalem, so they put it in the house of Obed-Edom. And it says suddenly that home, oh, the presence of God was there. Healing was flowing to all that were in the home. Multiplication took place. All the animals, they were even healed. The crops were even growing and giving greater crops there on the field. Blessing flowed into every area and aspect of the life of Obed-Edom. And he was sitting there in front of the ark, enjoying that presence, enjoying that peace, enjoying that protection enjoying that presence of God in his home. And soon people started to talk about it. They said, oh, that home of Obed-Edom, it changed. It changed as soon as the ark came there. Oh, blessings started to flow. People are not sick anymore there. Oh, there is fruitfulness there. There is multiplication there. Even the crops are growing better and faster. And even the animals they are multiplying and they are healthy. What is the secret? It is the ark of the Lord in that home. Oh, when Jesus came into the home of Peter, the presence of God came there. Those that were sick were being healed, and their home itself could not contain it. Oh, it started to flow out of that door. 
out of the windows. It started to flow to the neighbors, and they all flocked to the door. It's just like the home of Zacchaeus. That home was known for someone who was betraying his own people, someone who was a tax collector taking more than he was allowed to take. He was a thief. He was a terrible man. They were afraid of him. They did not like him. But Jesus, when Zacchaeus was there in the tree and Jesus was passing by, Jesus stopped and he said, Zacchaeus, come down because today I'm coming into your home. Oh, hallelujah. And when Jesus came into that home, salvation came into that home and it changed Zacchaeus. It changed this evil man who was stealing from his people and it changed him in such a way that he started paying back and even paying back more than he took from them. Oh, he started blessing others. You see, when Jesus came into that home of Zacchaeus, oh, there was a complete transformation and change. And suddenly, blessings started to flow from that home. Oh, my dear friend, I don't know what your need is in your home. All you need to do is get Jesus there. Get Jesus in your house. Oh, yes. Maybe you need to go through your house and cleanse your house. Maybe you have things in your home that are not right, not pleasing unto God. Maybe some uh, DVDs, videos, I don't know, of dirty things. Maybe you have some occultic books. Maybe you have some statues in your home, some idols. Oh, you bought them at such a stylish store, and it was so modern to put it in your room. But take it away. Burn it, throw it out, throw it in the trash. Cleanse your house of idols, of dirty things, of unholy things, of books and other things that should not be there. Paintings, maybe. Oh, maybe it's a valuable painting. Maybe it's something, oh, so wonderful you inherited it. But cleanse your home of all these evil things and then sit down or go on your knees and say a prayer. Pray this prayer. As I'm praying it right now, Lord, let this home, this house, be a place where you habitate, where you come and dwell. Not that you come in and go out, but Lord, that you will feel at home here so much that you will stay here, that you will live here and fill every area of this house with your presence, with your goodness. Oh, my dear friend, maybe you should change the music that you're listening to or change the programs that you are watching. Oh, fill it with God-fearing music and programs. Fill it with music that worships him and that praises him. Oh, stop allowing things to happen in your house. You are accountable for what's happening in your house. Stop allowing things to be brought into your home, maybe by your children or by others, and say, this will be a house that will serve the Lord. Just like Joshua say, oh, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And Lord, as we do this in obedience, oh, Lord, will you grace us with your presence. Oh, Lord, you still give house visitations. It doesn't matter how simple we are or how simple our home is. Lord, you were born in a stable, hallelujah, so you can be born in our home. Come and dwell in our house and, Lord, heal what is sick. Restore what is broken, Lord. Bless our home. Bless the lives of those that live in this home. And let this home change, that it will become a home of blessing, Lord. 
that blessings will flow out of the doors, out of the windows, Lord, and that it will bless our neighbors, family members, friends, Lord. Oh, that it will bless the whole area and neighborhood, Lord, that that home will be a home of blessing because you dwell in that place. I ask it, Lord, and I believe that you will do it. We don't know how it will happen, by which miracle, or how you will let that blessing flow, but we believe you will let it flow, Lord, that our home will be a blessed home and that it will be a blessing to others. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.